Welcome to the Fathom Academy podcast, a podcast designed for the people of Fathom Church to be resourced to go deeper with God. I'm Kyle Knight, I'm the Youth and Digital Minister here at Fathom. Thank you for listening in wherever you are. It's been a little while. Um, we took a little bit of a break as we're kind of getting into the last little bit of summer here, um, but we're back and we have some really good things coming up uh, for this podcast in the next uh, few weeks, so stay tuned for that. But really good stuff starting Right now, um, we have some great guests, two great guests with us today in the podcast lounge studio. We're trying to come up with a cool name. We've been trying this whole time to come up with a better name than podcast studio. The room with some lights and chairs. That's what we're calling it. Um, Nate Wirtz is joining us. Nate, how you doing? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Good, of course. And um, we've got one of Fathom's elders joining us as well, John Holm. John, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Good to be here. Good. Um, Can each of you just take a quick, like, 30 seconds update? How how how's life been? How's how are things going the last few weeks? How's your summer going? I'm sure most of our listeners should know who both of y'all are already, but if they don't, how are things going? How's life, John? Life is good. Life so is good. Yeah. Really busy, you know, with stuff at church and then um, for a little while there since I preached recently. Um, but anyway, yeah, with my real estate business, it's been really, really busy. So very thankful for that. And just have a new grandson. Yay. So as of Tuesday, late Tuesday night. So grandson number two. So awesome. what could be better than that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nothing's better. Than yeah. That. I'm sure parents are tired. Yep. But but they're doing their thing and we get to relax and that's awesome. yeah, get sleep at night. <laughs> that's, that's the best part. Nate, how you doing? Doing good. Doing good. Started a new job recently and that's going well and moving to Littleton. Sweet. So what can be, time. what can be better than that? I moving know, closer right? to church, <laughs> that commute on Sundays was just really getting taxing coming from Aurora. So yeah. Littleton it is. Well, we're all happy about that for <laughs> sure. Um, so as we are sitting here, um, we're already late into the second week of August, which is crazy. So summer is starting to sort of wrap up here. School is starting either this week or next week for some. Um, but even though summer is coming to an end, this means that fall is right around the corner. Uh, if you've been to church lately, you've been hearing a lot or, or, or looking at our, our social channels or getting our weekly emails, all that kind of stuff. You've seen us be um, pushing a lot of our Fall Connect options and our Fall Connect uh, being our discipleship options, our opportunities uh, that we have here at Fathom for the fall semester. Ways that you, listener, Fathom um, church attender, member, whatever it is, uh, ways that you can get plugged in uh, to be more involved, to get to know more of the community here at, at Fathom, more of the, the body of, of Christ, the, the body of believers here at Fathom, but more importantly, um, and ultimately to help you deepen um, your relationship with God. Um, some of those options are our men's and women's Bible studies that will be starting up in the fall, and we'll actually be talking about that um, pretty soon here on this podcast, so stay tuned with that. But um, also, uh, what we will be talking about today is our discipleship groups. So that's why I've got these two awesome guys in here um, today talking about our discipleship groups, our D groups. You'll probably hear that come up a lot if you're not familiar with that. But um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to throw this out to to one of y'all. Well, one of you all just kind of for those listening who might 
not get the fathom lingo about what a discipleship group or a D group is, haven't maybe been around listening to this for the first time. What is like, what is a discipleship group here at fathom? They're both pointing to each other. I was going to say elder. Yeah. Like, right. No, I mean, no, Nate. No, coming, coming to me, I guess. Um, you, you guys can both answer. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it, one of fathom's key, uh, key pillars is to, to go deeper, um, together in Christ. And this is an opportunity to, to do that. Sometimes it's hard on Sunday mornings, whether it's just, uh, the, the chaos of a Sunday, uh, or the space that limits us to <laughs> mm-hmm. just the, the long hallway and it's hard to interact. Um, but this allows us to, uh, kind of give yourself people in, in your corner to support you as you go through, life's challenges, uh, to celebrate, uh, your, your wins as you, as you go along, but then also give you the opportunity to push each other, uh, to go deeper together. And, and whether that's the word or different things that we talk about at at service, um, on, on Sundays. Um, and I know there's different groups kind of take it a different way, whether you're prepping for the sermon so that when you show up on Sunday mornings, uh, you, are able to kind of really process what's being said instead of processing it later on the day and thinking about it, you're going into each service prepared for, for what's about to be said, whether that's from uh, Chris or John or any of the other elders or yourself, Kyle. Um, so it just, it really helps um, that part of the week be more meaningful. Uh, and then Sundays being more meaningful as well as you're really able to to dig into what's being said. Yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, it gives people a smaller setting uh, to connect, to go deeper, to share, I call them life on life relationships, mm-hmm. where you're, you're really more connected with people um, than the Sunday morning thing where you show up and it just, you, you really don't, it's harder to get to know people in that setting. It's good, but yeah. different venue. Yeah. And I guess also for those listening who might have never been a part of a D group or heard about it. And like, these are, I guess, practically speaking, these are, these are discipleship groups that are based on location where you live. So, um, and I'll say that at the end here when we're kind of, and I'll give you the website to sign up for those, but, uh, based on where you live. So we're hoping that, you know, there's, there's one close to you to help you out with that. Um, these are groups of all different, all different ages, all different, uh, different stages of life. Um, some with kids, without kids, married, single, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, so these, I, I think you guys kind of nailed that. I'd love to hear a little bit about like your experience with your group. Now, what is, what is your role in your group or past groups that you've been in? Um, and what, what is your kind of, what does your group look like now kind of going into the fall? If I know groups kind of change and kind of get mixed up a little bit here and there when you're adding people, um, all the time. So what is, what is, what is your experience in your group? What's your role in your group? So for, for me, I'm one of the leaders in there. My wife and I lead along with, uh, Justin, Maddie Wellum. So, uh, rockstar leaders, mm-hmm. uh, those guys. So really appreciate them. So we kind of share leadership in that and take turns leading the group, you know, the study, uh, each week. So it's, it's really great. Uh, to have them in there. So yeah, I've been doing that. Actually, our group has met for a year now. And before that led another one with some other people. So 
have transitioned a bit, but that's mm-hmm. in essence, that's what we do. Awesome. Just kind of uh, facilitate the group. Yeah. Awesome. Nate? Uh, yeah, I would say, I mean, partially because we're, so we've crazy. only been at, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and we've only been at, at Fathom for, for a few years. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll go back to like our, our first group we, we were in um, and man, that, it was such a, such a great group. I, uh, Eric, uh, Eric Shelley and Gary, um, Gary Shear were our, were our leaders of that group. Uh, and, um, I, I stepped in a couple times during Eric's sabbatical. Um, but mainly just, yeah, I was able to sit and, and glean, uh, knowledge and wisdom from, from those guys and, and their leadership. And, um, yeah, it was great to be able to, uh, just come together weekly, uh, and, and share. I mean, we had a lot of transitions going on in our family at that time with, uh, foster care, um, and we had gotten a couple of placements. Uh, so walking through those challenges with the group was phenomenal. Uh, and then this past year, uh, when our group kind of turned into three separate groups, mm-hmm. uh, and, and going through COVID, it was just, a it was a good time to, um, I don't know, me and, me and Amy led, led a group out, out in Aurora and we had a smaller group, but it was, it was just so good to come together each week. Uh, yeah, we talked about the sermon, but just to talk about life and what we're all experiencing in such a, such an odd year that was so new to everybody. Um, so it was, it was just a good place to, to come and connect and relax, uh, but just share, share each other's struggles, share, uh, and what we kind of needed that we didn't have that outlet anywhere else. Um, especially as people were isolated this past year. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, so if you guys can think, think far back enough for when you first joined whatever first group you were in, um, what made you first want and, and decide to dr- join a D group? Or, and, and then what made you want to step up and become a leader of a D group? Yeah, I think for us, it was just we desired that connection. We desired uh, community. And with with any church or aspect of church, a lot of times like, you get out what you put in. Uh, and if we wanted to get more out of church or the community of the church, we knew that we had to dive into that, into a relationship. And it's messy sometimes and it's scary to open yourselves up and be vulnerable with, with other people. Um, but everybody's in the same boat. Everybody's doing that with each other. Um, but the, this love and support that you get, it, it can't be matched in any other, um, any other facet of the church. Uh, it just, I don't know, opens up so many opportunities for, for really deep relationships and, um, really deep friendships that they just don't get anywhere else. Uh, and for Amy and I, that was super important. So I feel like we, uh, we did things backwards, uh, when we, joined the church. I think we became members first, then joined D group and started serving. So, uh, just flip that whole yeah. dichotomy upside down, <laughs> which is good. And then, uh, and then we saw the value in that, um, and, and what we experienced and we wanted to be able to create similar environments for, for people who, who weren't experiencing that. Um, and we want to continue to be advocates, whether it's in a, in a place of leadership or not. Um, I mean, I would, I don't, I don't need to, I don't need to lead a group. Uh, I just do it when Chris tells me to, uh, but, uh, yeah, we just, we just love being a part of the community. Yeah. For us, 
course, I'm older, so you're making me think <laughs> way back 40 years ago. Um, but I, I mean, I remember Ruth and I were young marrieds, uh, moved out to town, um, didn't know anybody, uh, got plugged in at a church. I mean, how do you develop relationships and friendships when you're starting all over in a new town, a new place? And the church is an incredible place to do that. Um, and so we plugged in and joined a group right away. Initially, I, it was just we were lonely and wanted relationships. Mm. Um, but we also knew, you know, doing that in a church setting brings with it relationships that are going to encourage you in your faith. So it's not just going to be, you know, relationships based on, okay, how do we feel? What do we think? You know, but there's nothing tangible there. Mm. Um, you know, faith based relationships give you you know, an anchor in life, especially when life, as Nate said, all the challenges of life, yeah. where do you turn to? What, what ultimately keeps you going, gives you hope, give you purpose, um, all those things. And so that, that's why we plugged in initially relationships, but looking for faith-based relationships. Um, what do you, what do y'all like about being a part of your group? And I don't like, you don't have to say like, Names. I was gonna say, are you gonna instead name which certain people you like and which people you don't like? We're not like gonna everybody. go there. Uh, um, <laughs> what What is your favorite part about being in your group specifically? Like, what just what just like when we're in the thick of it of fall semester, winter, spring, whatever it is, and we're meeting every week. Like, what is it that just brings you a lot of joy about your group? I mean, I think for me, it's. I mean, we talked a lot about church disciplines or uh, spiritual disciplines last fall. Um, and for me, it became, uh, not a, not a backup Sabbath, but it was like an addition to, so it was like, uh, a midweek reset, uh, to be able to share each other's burdens, take a deep breath together, um, pray, dive into the word, study the word, uh, and then get, get back to, get back to the office, get back to just normal family life. And, and it, it is hard to set aside Sundays as Sabbath. Um, but I think that that weekly reconnect reset um, really just helps energize you through throughout the week. And um, I mean, church isn't church isn't just a Sunday thing, and it shouldn't be. Uh, and I think that's why we have we have D groups is because the church body and the body of Christ should be interacting with each other far outside of the walls on on Sunday mornings, uh, and it gives us the opportunity to to see that experience that. Uh, and and be active in that throughout the week. John, what do you like about your group? Yeah, I you know a verse that comes to mind right away is uh, Hebrews uh, thirteen three that says um, or three thirteen uh, says encourage each other while it's still today so that none of you may be led astray by sin's deceitfulness. And you know our, our as Nate mentioned you know our our vision for this year is going deeper. So the thing that I love more than anything else is just to be able to encourage each other in our faith and go deeper in our faith. Um, you know, if we're not being proactive and investing in our faith, and, and I think that's where life and life relationships are so important because we need the encouragement, the challenge, the perspective, um, the interaction. Um, I think on an ongoing basis, the consistency of that um, with each other, you know, as we share life, as we go through the experiences together, um, and, and just to see God's work happening slowly over time, um, 
uh, th- that to me is what it's all about. It, it's it's helping people know and love Jesus better. And so when that's happening in the group, uh, and 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 I think even in our casual conversations, you know, it, it's always you know, uh, God always is in the picture in in the conversation somehow in that. So it's to me, it's all of that together from the casual part to when we're actually sitting down, you know, looking at scripture mm-hmm. uh, and being able to do that together. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll chime in a little bit. I, what, what I, what I love about our group is, I mean, everything that you guys said, we also just have, um, and, and I think this is a good thing to mention too, and I'm sure y'all will agree too, just uh, the, the diversity in our group of, of ages and stages of life really like is really an awesome thing for our group. Like we've got, mm-hmm. um, we've got people who have kids, people who don't, people who are married, people who are single, older, younger. I mean, it's, and it's, and it's really awesome to always get together and, um, and hear these different perspectives from all these different stages of life. Like it's, it's just a really awesome thing. And to know that like, you can connect that well with, with a group like that, like outside of the walls of this church. Um, I think that's kind of like one of my mm. highlights. Um, what do you not like about your group? I'm just kidding. That is not the next. <laughs> well, that list is. Uh, here, here yeah. we go. This is where we're name dropping people. Who do you not? Just kidding. Um, so what about, let, let's talk for a second to the people who are listening to this, who have, um, maybe been at Fathom for quite a while now, but haven't made that commitment to join um, a D group yet. What is some, uh, what, what is some encouragement that you give to those who just maybe have, I don't know, keep, keep having excuses on not to, to join a group or a little hesitant of joining a group. What are some, what are, what's some encouragement that you would give to those listening who just haven't made that commitment yet to join a, a discipleship group? Yeah, I, you know, two things come to mind when it comes to the challenges people have or the, mm-hmm. the fears or the anxieties about joining a group. Um, one is just time. It takes time, but, but we invest in the things that are most important yeah. to us. So that's where I would encourage people and say, if, if you want to go deeper in your faith, a great way to do that is um, by joining a D, D group and getting to develop relationships with people, deeper relationships with people in the church. Um, the second challenge is always the relational risk. Mm-hmm. And that is, okay, so you get involved in a small group and you start sharing your life and you start getting more vulnerable. I mean, that's risky. Right. Because mm-hmm. what are people going to do with me sharing my struggles, my burdens, my fears, all those things. And so uh, there, there is a trust issue that has to be developed, you know, over time. So I would just encourage people. It, it is worth the risk. Um, the other thing is, I, I always encourage people: join a group, see if it works for you. You know, mm-hmm. it, if it doesn't, you can always try another group. Mm-hmm. So don't be the fear. Don't have the fear of, you know, is this going to work or not? Keep you from doing it. Try it, you know, and if it doesn't work. Uh, relationships just have to work or they don't, you know, and sometimes they don't. Ruth and I have been involved in groups before. That's like, uh, this isn't the right fit. Don't for name us. any names. We're not, we're yeah. not saying who's in those groups, <laughs> uh, but it's just true. You yeah, connect yeah. with some people and you don't with others. And in, when you join a group, is there kind of an overall connection? 
with mm-hmm. that, and there may not be for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just dynamics of relationships, um, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I just want to encourage people, don't let that keep you from jumping in and trying it, because if you do, if it's not the right group right away, you know, the next group may be the right one mm-hmm. on that. So those are kind of two thoughts. Yeah. And if the next one's not the right group, then go join John's. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That'll probably <laughs> be where you go to John's group. From then you got to put up with me. Yeah. <laughs> People are actively leaving my group and joining John's. <laughs> this is weird. I see a pattern going on. Oh, bad advice. Um, yeah, I mean, I would echo everything that, that John said. I mean, it's like I said before, what what you put into church is is what you get out of it. So, I mean, this is this is a way for for you to dive into dive into the church body, whether you've experienced that before or not. And I'm sure there's people that have had really negative experiences in small groups or D groups. Um, and I mean, it, it's tough, but I mean that's part of life and like what like what John said don't don't write off all these other groups because you've had a negative experience or maybe you've never had had that experience so um i would say on two different things one is you you need that accountability that group that's going to do life with you because when things whether it's covid or family crisis or anything else sure you have friends whether in other churches or outside of church or maybe friends a part of fathom already um, and you have family, you do have a support system, but that's just another layer of, of support that just goes such a long way, whether it's just covering you in prayer or being there to support you, sending encouraging texts. Um, but the other side of that too, is other people in the church need, need your support. Uh, and that's a way for you to, to serve the church and serve the body is you need to be giving back to to people in your group. There's people that that could potentially be in a group that you're going to join that that really need uh, encouragement specifically from you based on shared experiences that you and them have both had. So don't don't hold out on the rest of the people in the church that could really use your love and support. And we all go through through seasons where it's more giving or more taking. Um, but that's why that's why it's the body of Christ. We're all we're all working together. A couple more questions as we kind of start to wrap this thing up. Um, what are and you guys have kind of touched on this a little bit, but what are some ways that you have grown from specifically from your discipleship group and grown in your personal relationship with God, with your spouse? What are some ways that you have grown from your group time? If you can think of any specific times or general what are some ways that you've grown? Well, Nate had mentioned, you know, our um, spiritual disciplines series mm-hmm. that we did. And I just specifically remember how good it was to, as a group to talk about each of those and to share our challenges, mm-hmm. our struggles with each of those things, and then also kind of challenge each other. Um, and then we've done some kind of follow-ups with that. How are you doing? on these mm-hmm. things. Cause we all know, I mean, that's, that's something spiritual disciplines, we can wrestle or struggle with one or another. Um, and we just need that ongoing encouragement and accountability, um, in that. So, so that, that was really good just to go, okay, what do I need to do? So one example for me is the fasting one, mm-hmm. which I've never done. 
And, um, and so that's been something on my mind. It's like, you know, I want to do this. And I, I think just wrestling through those mm-hmm. for a time together, as they say, it takes time to develop a new habit. Mm-hmm. But since we spent multiple weeks talking through all of those and right. revisiting them, it, it just helped solidify that for me, you know, but the group really helped me with that. Awesome. Yeah. Nate, what about you? Yeah, uh, I would say a, a lot of those same things. I mean, anytime that you're that you're digging into the word or different things that we're talking about at church with uh, spiritual disciplines, like it just each time you talk about it, it, it forces you to go a, a little bit deeper. And uh, I mean, I, I learned in different ways from just uh, attending a group and then leading a group, leading a group. It's well, I'm getting ready to talk about this, so mm-hmm. either I have to admit that I'm. Sh- just very much failing at this aspect of my, of my faith or, or dig into it and be like, Oh no, like I'm, I'm in a good spot with this. Um, but it's either one or the other. There's no, there's no middle ground. So I think it, it pushed me to, um, to really develop some of those, some of those disciplines that, um, that just weren't, weren't sticking. Uh, and it, it made it, so that I knew if I was going to ask each week on, on Wednesday evening, like, Hey guys, how are you doing in your spiritual disciplines? Like I was also going to have to give my account of, of that. So just that extra, extra accountability. Um, not that, <laughs> I mean, not that there was any, uh, repercussions outside of obviously if you don't, if you don't buy into it, if you don't do it, like your faith isn't going to grow uh, and your walk with Christ is out of this group. Yeah. It's yeah. like there was, there wasn't a huge disciplinary process. Uh, although I would have probably been in big trouble and Amy would have held me, held me accountable on that. Yeah. But um, it was just, it's good to kind of keep, um, keep the word, keep the disciplines on the forefront of your mind. Um, like I said, just that kind of midweek reset where it gives you the opportunity to, um, just reevaluate how, how the week's, how the week's going. Um, and then kind of grow that into a day by day thing. Yeah, those are awesome. Um, and, and I'll chime in a little bit on something that's been so awesome for me personally and our family in, in just growth through our group one as a family and being able to take our two kids to our group and have everyone in the group love our kids and mm-hmm. yeah, they have other kids to just go play with throughout the whole group time. But, um, just to see the, the love for our, our kids as we get there and everybody asking how, how they're doing and wanting to play with them and everything. It's just been, it's been something that I, even b- before starting here at Fathom and coming here, uh, not just starting on staff, but coming here as a family to this church is something that we like, we've just been craving that like family, um, community that just like deep, that like actual caring community. And, um, and then another thing, I think Nate, you mentioned this earlier about how, um, how, what, what we're studying each week is what the message is on the following Sunday. And, um, our group is on a Sunday evening, which makes it a little difficult with Mm -hmm. the whole midweek thing. (laughs) Ours is like right after service, we're jumping into our group, but, but I, that has helped me so much, even just in, like in, in talking about the upcoming sermon um, and the upcoming message and what we're talking about that next Sunday as a group um, it's great talking to talking amongst ourselves in the group, but then that has helped me so much that next Sunday, just coming to church and being, 
I mean, not like, not like prepared for the message, but, but you're right of just like understanding it a little bit more and be like, Hey, I've had this whole week to really think about this. And so, um, God has already been like working on my heart and everything. And, and now I'm hearing, you know, what pastor Chris or, or John or Eric, whoever's up there has to say about this. And so, um, so it's been really awesome. We're running out of time, but one last thing, and I guess this is, I mean, I, my hope is that we've kind of covered this all throughout all of um, this, but why is, this is just kind of a very broad general question. Why is this discipleship opportunity important? Why is, why is being in a D group important? Why do we, why do we at Fathom push being a part of a D group so much? Like, why is it important to you guys? Why is it important to Fathom last little bits here? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, for me and, and biblically, like God didn't, God didn't create us to, to walk this life alone, uh, to walk this life with just your family or, uh, your spouse or your kids, uh, or extended family, anybody else. Like God created us because we can't do it. We're not, we're not strong enough to, to make it through the struggles. Yeah. You can push through and that's all well and good, but God created us to, to have, have each other's support. I mean, that's why it's called the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. The body is supposed to be interacting. The body isn't supposed to be getting together on Sundays and then, well, we'll see you next Sunday. Like that's, that's just not how we were created. That's not how the Bible lays it out for us to, to abide by. Um, so, I mean, I think just from a biblical perspective, like we need to be in community well, because we need that for our own health, our own accountability. Um, just having those different perspectives, having different support. Um, it's just, it just adds to our, our life and helps us to, to be more well-rounded, healthy, uh, Christians and and human beings. Yeah. And I would say, you know, if you really look at the new Testament, the you, you know, people think of that as individual, you know, me personally, Mm -hmm. really it's plural. The, the you corporately is what the, the New Testament is written. In other words, as Nate said, we, it's community. It's your relationships with each other. It's um, not only what you need, but what the other person needs and being able to have those reciprocal relationships of encouraging, challenging, uh, you know, helping being part of that person's discipleship. So so I would say, you know, and, and many times people think, well, is this an obligation? You know, the negative part. I, I think the negative part is what are you missing out on mm. in your faith and your growth in becoming more of who Christ wants you to be. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're not plugged into one of these groups, you're, you are missing out on a huge part of, of, of you going deeper in your faith and maturing and growing. Mm-hmm. And so I just want to encourage people plug in, try it, get involved um, because it's only going to benefit you. And then of course, as Nate said, the people around you, because you're going to impact them also those life on life relationships. Yeah. That's, and that's a, that's a perfect way to end this episode. I think, um, any last words from either of you? Awesome. Thank you guys so much for being here um, for talking, talking discipleship groups. Um, if you're listening and you're not a part of a discipleship group, you can sign up right now. Um, just go online to fathomchurch.org slash groups. Again, you can find one that's probably really close to you um, on a certain day of the week that works for you. We've got them all the time throughout the week. Uh, They're starting up really soon. So sign up for those. 
Um, we'll put the link below uh, this podcast. But thank you guys so much, uh, church, and we will catch you next time. Thank you.